co-founders and chief operating officer for the Stafford Boxing Club Incorporated, our nonprofit organization, which is a yearly mentoring program for at-risk youth in the community. So we will be able to teach financial literacy, communication, discipline, decision-making, as well as campaigning for a premium education. These are the foundation for the Stafford Boxing Club, these 20 mentees in our program here at Panola Way Elementary School. 20 years from now, Stafford Boxing mentees will be known across the world. Hey, what's going on everybody? Glad to have y'all. Man, what it do, what it do, what it do. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Man, fast, boy. What's up, babe? Nothing. Just chilling. I apologize for the uh, the noise that you may hear. It's a lot of construction going on, so. Good construction. Good construction. We'll need a construction. <laughs> oh, 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 mercy. Oh, okay, okay. What's going on, babe? Um, you know what I've been doing lately? What's that? I have been watching documentaries about lions lions and lioness mm, and the reason why the lioness caught my attention is because of the way they raise their cubs it's like they have so much patience mm. and just the look in their eyes and just their their whole body language for some reason it just it just speaks to me and I learned that the lioness is really the ones that hold everything together. Okay. And they take care of their cubs, they go hunting. So they are the main hunters. So they hunt for the lion. Then of course you have the lion king and then they bring food to their cubs. So the cubs are always with the mother. Now, when it's time to introduce the cubs to their dad, they have to be very, very careful because the lion can be very rough and sometimes they'll just be mad and they'll take it out on the cub. So while the cubs have no fear and just walk up to the lion, the mother is just walking very slow, being cautious towards the both of them. And as soon as she sees that the lion is being too aggressive, then she'll growl at him and do her paw like this. And then, of course, the lion will back off. Also, what I learned, too, is that if the lioness won't, if the lion tries to mate with the lioness and the lioness says, no, I'm not in the mood today, the lion will actually kill the lioness and the reason why i'm bringing this up is because of the women who are boxers so you have a mother that has a very big responsibility she has to take care of her child she has to take care of her children then she may also be working part-time on the side or full-time and then she makes sure that she goes to the gym, she's training, her schedule probably will not be the same, it's always going to fluctuate, it's going to go up and down, 
and just the discipline and what the mother is thinking in her mind that even though I have other things going on in my personal life, I'm still going to get to the gym. I'm going to give it my best. I'm going to do what I have to do, what needs to be done. I'm going to listen to my coach. I'm going to listen to my trainer. I'm going to give over 100% of everything that I have so we can go ahead and make this fight happen and I can become that champion. And I also want to say that the lioness is very patient. And I do feel and I do see that a lot of the women boxers slash athletes, they are very patient. Because there are times, like with Amanda, she was supposed to have a fight with Katie Taylor, but for some reason, that's not happening, so Katie's actually fighting somebody else. So when disappointments happen like that, just think of what the fighter is thinking, or what she may be going through just internally, and then she'll just snap out of it that quickly and get back into the gym and do what it is that she has to do. So I just wanted, it kind of reflects what's going, going on with the female boxers and then with the lioness. The lioness is really the ones in charge, to be honest with you. Yeah, Sheila, that's a great analogy that you use about the lioness and how uh, powerful she is to the whole tribe where she goes, she hunts, she makes sure that the cubs are fed, she makes sure that the king, the lion king is fed, uh, she protects from outsiders, etc. She's very aggressive, and like you said, you know, uh, one of the things about a lioness is, is that she has to be patient, mm -hmm. and patience is something that uh, I do see in female athletes. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of patience because uh, they may not have the athletic ability like the men, mm -hmm. so they have to, you know, rely on other things, and that requires a level of patience. And I, I, I really just like how you tie that into boxing because even though times are changed like when um lady tiger Miriam. yeah shout out shout out to Miriam. when she was fighting she had to work mm -hmm. she had to do all those things in order to you know pursue her career or excuse me her aspiration her goal in becoming a, a world champion in boxing but today's time you don't have to do that you know what i mean it's it's a lot of uh sponsorships and a lot of ways to make money uh, outside of the boxing ring compared to when Lady Tiger was fighting. So a lot has changed in the boxing industry. Um, last week, Sheila and I had an opportunity to go to uh, Terry the Boss Moss. Terry Moss the Boss. Let me tell y'all something. This woman, Jim, is on fire. Yeah, she's very inspiring, Woo! too. I was just watching her. Hey, man, listen. I enjoyed I'm myself. I could have stayed there longer. I'm talking about, man. I could have stayed yo, there longer. Yo, man, yo, listen. <laughs> it's called the Buckhead Fight Club. And when I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever come to Atlanta, please go to the Buckhead Fight Club. When you walk in, it's like old school. You're going downstairs. And when you hit that corner, you see a little sitting area where you can sit down. Great customer service. Great customer service. The young lady at the desk, she was amazing. You walk in, she got about, what, two boxing rings. Mm -hmm. um, she got a whole bunch of punching bag bags. And, and when I tell you that, I mean, it just excitement. I mean, it it's, it's, it's like an it old school boxing gym. And it was like, I don't know, y'all. 
I'm telling you, if you ever come to Atlanta or if you in Atlanta, please go to the Buckhead Fight Club. And she walks so fast. I'm too. talking about man. She was walking faster than I do because I walk fast. Man, but she Terry was walking was getting, super duper Terry fast. Was getting, Terry was getting it, and she was in the ring. And man, she was like, I'm talking about, and she, boy, you can tell she got hands like she can. Man, Terry, I, I like Terry, I do, I man. Do too. She's I like an Terry. Yeah, she is, man. Yeah, and she put that fire. She put. I already had fire under my feet, but now I must have. You know, you know, back in the day, was it the Jets, the Jetsons, or something? Yes, she and, put them Jets and on the, them. the Jet things right here yeah. on the back of yeah. your heel. Yeah. She, she, she put that on the I'm back of my you, man, heel. Now. Man, man, listen. You can't stop. Won't listen, stop. man. When I tell you, you that stop. this woman. Embraced us into she a did. boxing gym. We appreciate she it. allowed us uh, to take a picture of some things that we thought that would be insightful and helpful for us as we pursue our gym and stuff like that. And she has a uh, a trainer, and this trainer started off as just a boxer, but he ended up becoming her right hand man. Mm -hmm. And this this dude is so loyal, man. He and is. I'm telling you, Terry. That's the type of people that we want around us, like loyal. Like this dude is so loyal, he is. man. He was. He's like it's. He, it was almost like he was her protector. Yes. To make sure that there's yes. no nonsense coming none, in. No, 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 no. And the dude is real good as it relates to training. Like they had a circuit going on. Yeah. And uh, so a few people will be in the boxing ring, and then he'll be outside on the ground. They'll be running around. They be <laughs> man. They be doing uh, burpees. They be hitting the bag. It's it just a multiple things that they be doing uh, in the circuit. And the way Terry really trained was just mm -hmm. it was just amazing. You and to see patience. a woman in that boxing ring and just coaching these girls and these boys. Men and women, it was it was remarkable. I mean, she's done. I mean, she is a one. Like I'm talking about, this woman is passionate. Yes. Uh, she is committed to the sport of boxing. I, I mean, she's a living icon. As a matter of fact, she sits on the chair. Mm -hmm. uh, excuse me. She sits on the board of the International Boxing Hall of Fame, and yes. she's been inducted yes. into the International Boxing yes. Hall of Fame. So, Terry, the boss. Terry, Moss. no. <laughs> I, I thought Terry, it was Terry Moss, the boss. Oh, I well, you know what? You know, I was thinking about when we went to. Um, that, don't say it, the other one. Yeah, the don't other gym, it, yeah. and uh, she got the banner yes. up, and it goes Terry the boss Moss. Or maybe it is the boss. Yeah. Maybe it is Terry. The boss Moss. I thought it was Terry Moss, but as long as we put the boss in there, because she is important. a boss. She, I was just gonna say that she is a boss. She is, she and is. hopefully home. Future home of the RX alkaline medical grade hydration. No cap. I mean, this is yo, Mary. I mean, excuse me, Terry. Thank you so much, man. You you've inspired me and my wife because on the way, because it was like a thirty-five minute drive, and we was like, man, we got to get out to uh, mm -hmm. to her gym. Yeah. And uh, and then you know what? She let us put the sticker on her right. on, mm -hmm. on her. Uh, on the door yeah, so she's just so inviting yeah, man, she, she just, was she was so cool as long as you show respect yes. towards her yes. you know she'll definitely look out for you man yes. and you know she's definitely someone that you really want to tap into and keep on your team bro like facts. for real though facts facts mm -hmm. facts so also i was listening a little bit to drinking champs mm -hmm. and one of the guys said and it kind of hit he said 
No Talent is the New Talent. Wow. And then uh, Amber Rose, she was on there too, so she was a little bit heated, but I can see wow. exactly why no he... No Talent? Yeah, he said No Talent is the New Talent. Wow. Yeah, that hit hard. Nori, I, I got that boy a fool. Nori! But he didn't say it. It was somebody else that said it because then say he started. Say that again, baby. He said, no talent is the new talent. But we can already see that. Yeah, we can see that. Already. And then I have one other thing that's going on, too. I had said before on another podcast that Black China had given her life to Christ. Well, she's even taken it a step further. She made a video with her taking the fillers out of her cheeks, oh, really? her lips, and I also believe her butt. And she's healing. I think she's just about healed. And she said that she's going to take down her OnlyFans page. And the reason why is because she's actually thinking about her kids. Mm. Because she knows what's going to happen and she wants to be an entrepreneur, but the way she wants, she wants to do it the right way. So I thought that would be something just to say, because that's uh, it's positive. positive and it's also very motivating. So what I want to say to her is to keep going, make sure that you pick and choose the right people in your circle and it is going to get tough. So tough. please just hang in there and get you some prayer warriors it's yes. going to be okay yes. this is going to pass so it's mm -hmm. no telling it's going to be a character yeah so it's no telling that other women whether they're in the in in a industry or just women like myself will be inspired and say you know what if she can do it i can do it so absolutely give God the glory and the praise so shout out to black china for real no cap so do you have anything on your mind that you... Man, I'm really excited about uh, Gervonta Davis and Ryan Garcia oh, yeah. getting in that ring. Uh, I think that... Oh, and I'm also happy for Adrian Bronner who signed with Don King. Oh, yeah. uh, Don King Promotion sent me the press release about Adrian Bronner um, signing with this uh, promotion company. And Don King said he want all the smoke. He calling all the promoters out. He's calling uh, Bob Abram, Frank Warren, Al Heyman, uh, Eddie Hearn, and others. Whoever whoever wants the smoke, holler at Don King. <laughs> One thing that I always like about Don King is that he always put the fights that people wanted yeah, to see. Yeah, that, that is true. And it's a shame that, that we didn't see Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford in the ring, and now they are fighting other fighters. But the fight that we wanted to see was Errol Spence and uh, Terrence Crawford. Now I'm very happy, and I speak for a lot of people who are animated about the boxing industry, about the fight between Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia. This is a fight that everyone wants to see. And so who, whoever the promoters are, I think, uh, is it uh, Floyd Mayweather in them promotion? Mayweather promotion? Uh, Oscar De La Hoya. I know Al Heyman got his hands in it somewhere, so he's in it. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for... Uh, getting this fight done so that the fans can be a witness of this, um, you know, this fight. Now, 
from what I heard my wife told me before we jumped on air, she said, people got Ryan Garcia knocking Tank out in the second round. Man, come on, man. Come on. But let me tell you why. On, but before man. we go there, we're going to get on. that right there. But about the second eight, round, bro. Uh, let me wait a minute. But now, with Adrian Brauner, there were three different opponents who withdrew from him fighting, and that's why he ended the relationship with Black Prime. And now he's with Don King. So why did they withdraw? They probably had to do something with the money. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. So check this out. Let me tell you why people are talking about Ryan winning. As a matter of fact, there's a gentleman the second round? that told me that he's going with Ryan on the Stafford Boxing Report Facebook page. But I told him, I said, people, a lot of people have been saying this, but I said, I have to go with... Um, I have to go with Tank. So, of course, we know his speed. We talked about that before. His stance is very relaxed. So it's, it's like he doesn't have to really be concerned about him being balanced. Who, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan. Ryan okay, is flat-footed, though. But we know that. But his, his, if you're listening to me, his stance is relaxed. So he does not have to be concerned about his balance and his balance being off. Listen, he also does not use unnecessary energy because he analyzes his opponent. Also his reach because he's taller. But look, I get it. Mike Tyson fought some tall, had some tall opponents, and he was still able to take them down. I get it his endurance as well as his left hook and of course his jabs and uppercuts and his combo so people are going off of that because if his left hook comes out of nowhere of course it's going to be a surprise they say that tank is just going to go down that's what other people are saying okay, that's not I, what i'm it, saying yeah, yeah i was about to ask you so what do you say you know now, what, now on, i will say this i do believe that Ryan is going to give it all he has. He really is. He's going to give it all he has and plus some because he's trying to prove a point. And this is what he wants. He's the one that's been calling Tank out. I remember he called, called Tank out and Mike Tyson was holding his phone up and Tank was just running off at the mouth. And I do believe he will back it up to a certain extent. No disrespect to you, Ryan. But Tank, I just have to go with Tank because, number one, Tank has more experience. I do believe experience does play a part in a lot of things. And then it's just his whole fighting style, which I'm not even going to go through again because that's another podcast y'all can look at. But Tank is that dude. And then Tank has been hit before. But you know what? Some people have said that, uh, Tank's opponents really wasn't that strong. I'm just telling you what people have been saying. This is not what I'm saying. So let's just make sure Lady Stafford is not saying this. I'm just speaking on what others have said. And you all can look the information up too. I'm not going to bring up information if if it's the not The second out there. round? Yeah. For people to say that Ryan Garcia is going to knock out Tank Davis in the second 
round. That's crazy. That's ludicrous to me. That's 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 disrespecting this man's <laughs> whole boxing career. I mean, it, it, it makes no sense. Um, I'm with Sheila. Tank have shown that he yeah. can take a punch. Facts. Ryan, yes, he was knocked down. I just don't think, you know what I mean? I'm not calling them guys can of tomatoes, but they just wasn't the type of fighters that I've seen Tank fight. And Tank has fought a multiple uh, type of fighting mm -hmm. styles with different boxers. He fought tall. Mm -hmm. Now, I ain't going to lie. Isaac Cruz was a tough one, though. Because mm -hmm, that, yeah, that, that was a tough one. I ain't going to cap because that boy, that, that boy, that, that peekaboo boy, you know what I'm saying? But um, it's going to be interesting to see this fight. Um, I, it's sold out. It's sold out. But I we got, already knew that. I ain't going to lie. I like I like Ryan Garcia. I do. I, I do. I like I, him. I ain't going to lie. But, man, Tank represent folk from the ghetto, bro, from the, from the hood, from that, you know, that type of environment. You he's know not what I'm gonna, saying? He's not going to let none of I that I mean, go. that boy from Baltimore, Maryland. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever been to Baltimore, Maryland, but it's rough. It's rough. And and so, you know, people can identify with someone like that because he gives that type of demographic of people hope and inspiration. You know what I mean? And I just, I, I you know, I'm with Sheila on the experience. Now, sometimes experience doesn't play a factor That's true. in you accomplishing your goals and dreams in life. You know what I mean? I look at Elon Musk. This man didn't even go to college or nothing. Only thing he did was read books and study the material and understand it to the point that he can implement his vision with the knowledge that he obtained from these books. So he is a multi, he's, he's a multi-billionaire billionaire. I mean, that boy, there, whoo, he got, listen, that boy got so much money that he has the 18-wheeler in reverse about to dump off that bread. But in this case, like when you're doing fighting, I think that the more fighting that you uh, encounter, uh, the more experience you get. And I think it was very wise for Tank to uh, take a tune-up fight. Um, Ryan didn't want to take one. Oscar De La Hoya said, hey man, why don't you go ahead and take that? But he didn't want to listen. And I just believe that, you know, that right there makes tank a little bit more sharper and tuned up for this upcoming fight but at the end of the day i think that it's going to be a fight that people is going to talk about for a long time and whoever wins this fight will be the face of boxing mm -hmm. you know what i mean i do like devin haney he's a great yeah, I, do. I, I like, I like him, him I, I like him i like the fact that him and his father has a very close relationship but uh, what I also like about this situation is Devin, Devin Haney, mm -hmm. his father, took him to a, a certain level. Mm -hmm. Now he stepped aside and allowed Floyd to come in and mm -hmm. train Devin Haney. You know what I mean? And see, when I see things like that, it lets me know that his father is not necessarily concerned about him. But what's in the best interest of his son to be great? And having Floyd, Money Mayweather as your trainer, I mean, you can't do nothing but excel because he he is the master of, you know, he used his shoulder to, I mean, Floyd just a master of defense. And I think that over time, I mean, oftentimes in boxing, we kind of overlook hmm. 
the defense. Yeah. And we focus on, you know, punching and jabbing, which is I mean, which is great. The jab is a is a is a unique tool and it can destabilize a lot of fighters from, you know, implementing their fight game or whatever. But at the same time, I think defense is very important and, and, and not getting hit. And I also believe, you know, move, head movement is important. As me and Sheila stated, we are students of the peekaboo invented by the late Cus Tomato. <laughs> For real. Oh, and since you're talking about defense, I want to talk a little bit about Natasha Jonas. Mm. Super welterweight. She has a belt. There's another one, too, and Terry Harper has it. And she also is the first in women's history to be the British Fighter of the Year in 2022. And I actually took some notes on her about for the reason why she's such a great fighter. The first thing is she has good height and her reach. She's southpaw. She's a boxer puncher. She's also a counter puncher. She has speed, defense, power, stamina, and she works well in the inside as well as the outside. And a lot of times, some of the, the, the boxers, whether they're male or female, they struggle with one or the other. Yeah. yeah. So, but she's, she's great with both of them. She's also, um, she's accurate. And she's also, she picks her shots. And somebody else that's like that, too, is Katie Taylor. Yeah. And she has a fight coming up as well. But we were talking about, you had said that Natasha and Clarissa Shields, they've been negotiating. Yeah. What's going on with that? Hey, man, listen, I ain't going to lie. I, I'm a big fan of Clarissa Shields. I, I mean, I'm. it is what it is. I mean. <laughs> I think that she's a dog. She got that Detroit spirit in her. Oh boy, does she? <laughs> um, she is. She is. She is not to be denied. Um, she gonna say what she has to say. She, yeah, she's gonna I mean, say she, she gonna say it. Gonna it, say it. it. It don't even matter. And but you know what I do respect and like about Clarissa Shields is that she is still committed to her personal relationship with her boyfriend, mm -hmm. you know, and they've been together a long time. And oftentimes when people start getting notoriety and fame and all this other type stuff, they begin to, you know, forget about those who helped them along the way. And if, and if my memory serves me well, yeah, if old boy, I mean her, uh, I about to say, uh, old buddy, but her fiance used to be a boxer too. Mm -hmm. So I think perfect that, match. yeah, perfect match. So I think that he handles a lot of things outside of the ring of the ring so that she can focus on the sport of boxing. And you know, she remember we was talking like uh I think we, we was we was on the highway and I was saying about like 15, 20 years ago how the women um in the sport of boxing was non existence mm -hmm. and like today like it seems like it's starting to gain momentum. I mean, for a woman to, um, like Natasha Jonas, receive that, you know, prestige honor of being the top fighter uh, in Europe as a woman is remarkable. But 
we had talked about this a long time ago, mm -hmm. Sheila, where we said the people over Europe, mm -hmm. they are more accepting to female boxing than in the United States. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know why, because uh, the United States got some good fighter, fighters, female fighters. They but like fighting on reality TV shows. Yeah, Boy, they draw yeah, towards they, that. That's, that's, that's another subject. But anyway, Sheesh. I love the passion that they have in Europe about their boxers. I mean, the, I mean, when I be watching those fights online and I look in the stands, mm -hmm. I'm talking about, man, they packing <laughs> out stadiums. I'm talking about, and they come out and they support. And you know what I think it is? I think, I think the reason why, Sheila, is that over in the UK, when the fighters fight, mm -hmm. they're fighting for their country. Yeah. Whereas in the United States, uh, they may be fighting for their family or their kids, but not necessarily for the country. Mm -hmm. The only way that people in the United States fight for the country if they go into the Olympics. So That's true, too. Yeah. And with you saying that, so Caleb and Benavidez fight that's coming up. And you said that, too. He said that he's fighting for his family, and that's what drives him to accomplish more. I'm not going to lie. I like Plan. I think let's just take the boxing part out of it because he really is good. But it's he's humble. He's a great father, and it's his character. It's just he's a good person. You can sometimes you can tell we might make mistakes, but sometimes you can tell if someone's a good person when you may see them the first time. It's just that the spirit that they have, their mannerisms, just you just see it. It can just be on them. So I, I like Caleb. I do. Now he may he may be fighting for something else and maybe within that interview I, he just didn't say it or maybe he said it in another interview but he when he said his family it it hit my heartstring because he wants the best for his family i mean i know a lot of boxers do but it was just the way that he said it and it's the way that he speaks it's his tone it's his it's his pitch and he just talks just almost just like this. And even when they had their press conference, he still was talking the same way, but he may had may have had a little bit more of a harsher tone, but it was like he was the same person. It was like me. That I just you know, how I talk here is how I talk to the kids, but sometimes if they do something, I might be have a little bit more sternness in my voice, but I like Caleb though. I'm going with Caleb straight up, man. For real, I'm going with Caleb. I believe they're fighting I haven't really on the twenty fifth of this I, month. I haven't watched enough tape to but uh it, it's a fighter out of Philadelphia. I can't remember his name, but uh next time I come on this show I'm gonna definitely hop, you know, shout him out because uh, I had watched a couple of uh, videos and a documentary about him and his upbringing, his him and his father tight too. And that's the thing, Sheila. Like, I'm a big fan of like yeah, father, and father and sons. I'm a huge fan of that because when the father is the son's trainer, he's involved in all aspects of this young man's life when it relates to boxing. And so uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just a big fan of that. And uh, it's, it's another, um, oh, 
what's his name? Mark, 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 Mark. You know, over there, Mustafa. You know the, you know the guy that he a dog man too. And but I don't remember his. I don't name Demarco. Oh, I don't know, cause I ain't never talked to him. I just you all would talk, but then I'll just come up. I'll listen for a minute, and then I'll yeah, see. it's it's a young, it's another young fighter coming up out of Atlanta. Him and his father is very close. His father being in the gym. I've spoke with his father several times and his son, you know, will, you know, say hello to me, but I wouldn't, you know, respond to him. When I first met him, I would never respond because I wanted to show his father the utmost respect. So I went to his father and said, Hey man, you mind if I just say hello to your son? Because I, I'm it's just about respect for me. And his father really appreciated that, that I came to him first to get authorization to speak to his son. And it showed a lot about me and Sheila that we wasn't coming in trying to, you know, see if we can, you know, we're not with all that, you know what I'm saying? No. What's for us, you know, God has for us. We're not trying to, you know, invade on anybody else, uh, fighter or project or any, anything. We, we, we are people totally relying on God 100%. That's just us. We operate differently than most people, and, and that's cool. But what we believe in and how we live, it works for us. It that's works true. for us. That's true. You know, there's another fight coming up with uh, Canelo and John, and they're actually going to be fighting in Mexico. Are you, are, are, do you like Canelo? Yeah, I do. I like him. I know he's a good body puncher. That's what he. That's like. That's like his specialty. And I'm glad that he's finally coming. Cause I'm like, where is he at? When, when are we gonna see a fight? So we gonna see. We gonna see about this one, and then we have uh, Fury coming up. Fury. I want to see Saturday, uh, Devontae Wilder, babe. Oh, so Canelo's is May 6th at the eight. Akron Stadium in Mexico. In Mexico. Fury versus Usyk Saturday, April 29th at the Wembley Stadium. This is going to be very interesting, especially since Usyk was trying to find a sparring partner that was Fury size, mm. which is was real smart. Mm. So this this is going to be very interesting. Oh yeah, and what I was going to say, uh, oh, watch how the Hispanic community oh, packed out that stadium. Boy, is I'm it. talking about, it, it's going to be packed. Like, that's another community that supports fighting. Always. Boxing is the They Hispanic. just support, and we've talked about this so many times, they just support each other regardless of what the situation is. Like, they will live together for however long, and then eventually they'll just part ways, but they won't part ways until they are financially stable and able to do it. And I'm just going to bring this up. It was years ago, of course, when they first started coming to Atlanta, mm -hmm. and I used to see them packed. It might be like three or four, like, you know, in the truck, and it's just that one long seat. Mm -hmm. It'll be like maybe four of them just scrunched up in there. And I admired it. And I said, wait, in a couple of years or a few years, they're going to be owning their own business because they were doing, they were, they're still, they still do do landscaping, landscaping. Mm -hmm. 
but that's when they that's all that they started off doing at first mm -hmm. i said they're gonna be opening having their own businesses they're gonna have some nice looking cars and sure fact. enough that's a fact that's exactly what happened that's a fact. and you remember when we were talking to that hispanic lady when we was up in norcross and she oh, said yeah. um, it, it was about two or three families inside of one house and so they were all saving their money up because they were buying land next to their house mm -hmm. to build another house. So what's going to happen is, is once they finish uh, building that house, then they're going to move into that house. And then, but this house already paid for it. And then they're going to pay for that house. And then they're going to be two more families in there. And then they're going to pay for that house and they're going to move. And that's how they build wealth. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm not going to lie. When I went to Terry Moss, boxing gym and I seen the loyalty of that Hispanic young man I said to Sheila and I ain't gonna lie I said Sheila man we got to get us a Hispanic on our team bro because I ain't gonna lie I hmm. one thing about them bro they're very loyal yeah I, I've watched and their them, work and, and their passion yes they they have great work they're gonna ethic. give it all they're they loyal. have you know what I mean like it just it just it's just them. It's just something how they they built like that. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that we're not gonna have black people on our team, but I like a diverse team. I like white. I like Asian. I like Hispanic. I like them all. If you got good character, that's what I'm really into. Good character, and that's what we're are building our team around people who got good character. I don't want no yes dude or no yes woman around me. You feel what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want no woman coming around us and, and try to, you know, because it, it, I get rid of you quick. If, if mm. you with that foolishness, out of there. I don't, I don't even play like that. You feel what I'm saying? What's important to me is, is the foundation with my wife about my character, my credibility in the community. We got kids that look up to us, and I do not play about that. I take that very seriously. It's such an honor to have kids to look up you look up to you that you inspired them to be their very best and uh, on the 29th we got an event coming up at Panola Way Elementary School with our premier sponsor Truist Bank and uh, we're very excited about that RX Water Walmart shout out to Walmart for real man yes. I ain't gonna lie and I also have a young Walmart. lady who is also sponsoring as well Melvina, Melvina M. Washington yes. Feaster. Yep. She is the owner and founder, as well as president of Infinity Health Information Management. She has worked for several hospitals, teaching facilities, trauma and critical care units. And I do believe that I have known Melvina between 2004 in 2005. Yeah. Mel Mel Melvina, I ain't gonna lie, uh, she is a fireball. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she is a fireball. She's, she about that money though. She really but she is. is a good person. She is. Uh, she has a very uh, vibrant spirit. Mm -hmm. She's a, very outspoken. Very outspoken. And you can learn, you can learn from her too, believe me. She has a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge, and a lot of experience. And in this case, when we were talking about experience, the experience that she has has gotten her to where she is now when it comes to that discipline. The discipline. And, and the dedication and determination. 
But she had the code, but she, but she stay on that computer. She does medical billing coding. For real. And I remember when my wife first met Melvina uh, over at Arizona Steakhouse in Stonecrest. And, um, baby, how did y'all start talking? I mean, you were serving her? Yeah, I was a waitress and I was serving her. And I don't remember who she was with. She may have been with her family. I can't remember. But this is what I want to say about Melvina, though. Melvina was such a support system to me when I was going through something personal and the, because of where she was at at the time and where I was at, she never looked down on me. She never put me down. She never judged me. She was a great ear. She always listened to what it is that I had to say. And I mean, that was pretty much about it. And she's, and she's been loyal. She's been loyal for real. Like you don't meet people, especially women who are loyal and then they don't want anything from you, but they want the best, the best. for you. Straight up. And then on top of that, Melvina blessed you yes. when she uh, took us out to eat for yes, the, and, the graduation. And, and gave me a graduation present. Hey, man, present, we ain't good. Present. And you know what? I love her husband. Oh, yeah, he is. Uh, Glenn. Yeah, man, he's he is, just so man, he is, down to earth. Yeah. He's just cool. Say, Glenn, what's up, boy? Yeah, Glenn, cool people, though. Yeah. I, I like Glenn, though. I do, too. So, but they are made for each other. Mm -hmm. And Melvina has been an outstanding mother. She oh, has yeah. raised two strong no, daughters. She, has three. she got three. Yes, and uh, they are uh, all in college. All they have them. their master's degree. Yeah, yeah she named They plan. already have things in place. Melvina so not she, So mm -hmm. Melvina and her husband have been great role models. Yes. And like she said, it was not easy. But the fact that they didn't give up and they listened to both of their parents and they see a living example of discipline, character, integrity, Working dedication, hard. great work ethic. And because education. you have to have great work ethic because it's almost like they're trying to take the work ethic out. And you can't take work ethic out. You have to have some type of work ethic, whether if you're a boxer. Because being a boxer, your work ethic is first starting in your mind because you're going to be fighting with yourself because you're like, do I want to go to the gym? Oh, I'm tired because it's a mental thing. So you're fighting with yourself. You got to get into that gym. You might have to run that extra mile. You might have to do extra jump ropes. So it just is what it is. Yeah, for real. And, um, you know, me and Sheila, we went to a meeting at this church and, uh, we were talking about work ethic and this generation was was very um against yeah the they word, were like work ethic work ethic they were talking about come up with another word you can't and, there is and we was word. like no nah, we we not because we see that's an issue and they they were they were like blah 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 blah, blah. they were doing but all i wasn't that going back and they forth were doing i just all said that, what i had to yeah, say they were doing all that chit chat that. and all that other type stuff Next week, when it was time to come and meet again, I think it was two weeks. Or the two week weeks, after yeah, this. it was two weeks later. We had we were scheduled. Everybody was supposed to come back. We the only ones that showed up, so they were big cap. So that's part of work ethic. Big cap. That's part of work ethic that big you cap. wanted to fight about. Arguing and all that other type stuff. I don't argue. Nah, I just say what I old, say and nah. just going about my day. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, we're not doing no lip wrestling at no, all. No, because it's unnecessary and like, no, I'm not. 
And, and like we were talking about with Ryan and some of the boxers and Natasha, you, you have to analyze the situation and they know when to punch or what to punch and how to throw a punch. And I just know when to shut up. So, <laughs> so the title of this podcast show is called BEST, and it's an acronym, right? So let's start with the letter B. Let's start with the letter B. Believe. Believe. B is for believe. In order for you to even start anything in life, be it boxing, be it education, be it uh, entrepreneurship, uh, be it whatever, you got to believe in yourself. And I think like now, nowadays, like people don't believe in this in themselves unless they get a whole bunch of likes or followers on social media. And that should be the last thing that you should be concerned about in terms of, you know, you believing in yourself. Believing in yourself is the first step to any and everything. And believing in your abilities to be able to either continue on learning mm -hmm. and going off of what you already know how to do and just expand on that because that's what Robert Greene had talked about today when he was talking about the frontal cortex. It's like when you first start doing something and it's going to take it and it, and it and it expands because you're learning and you're trying to do it now with repetition it'll go back to its normal size and then it'll just travel down to everything to the other parts of your brain because now you know how to do it and it gives you the opportunity now okay it's time to learn something new yeah and and also believe you need to believe in God. You need to believe in the higher power because whatever you're trying to do, if you don't have that spiritual foundation in your life, it's not going to last. Yes, you'll get there, but it's not going to last. And one thing that I've seen and I've been hearing, reading, and experiencing myself is about sustaining. So in order to believe, you got to believe that you're going to sustain on that level. Because, you know, people can get to a certain level, but do you believe in yourself that you can elevate and maintain it? Because believing to get there is one thing, but believing to stay there is another thing. And it requires another level of work ethic and discipline to maintain on that level. You heard E. E is for encouragement, you know. And that's why we was talking about earlier about having the right people around you to encourage you. Like my encouragement system is Sheila, uh, the Word of God, um, that Bible. Encouraging there. yourself sometimes. Yeah, you have to encourage yeah. yourself. You have to encourage yourself. But I get a lot of my encouragement from Sheila and that Bible because, I, you know, we live in a different times now. And people don't have that type of discipline to read things that I believe are helpful. We are constantly on our smartphones. We are constantly on social media. We are constantly trying to do things to get the likes, to get the algorithm up, etc. Just it, it, so people really don't do a lot of reading. I, I mean, me, I'm from the hood, but I, I, I love reading. And so reading encouraged me because it gives me an opportunity to learn from people who have gone before me and have written a book about their journey, their testimony, etc., and what they did to become 
who they are or what they were in life. And to me, that's my way of encouraging myself is through reading. And one of the requirements about our boxing club mentoring program, the Stafford Boxing Club mentoring program, is that each member must have a library card, a public library, a public library card, because we are teaching our mentees to be fishers of knowledge. So if they um, is is told, hey, this is this, they only will go f so far. But if we tell them and teach them about, hey, go to that library, ask that librarian about where is this book at. You sit down either in the library or at home or wherever and crack that book open and start reading. Now you are developing a habit. And as you read, you will encourage yourself because of the information that you're reading. So encouragement is very important in the acronym of BEST. So we covered B, we covered E, now we on to S. For STAND. Yeah, STAND. And I believe that people don't stand for things that is right. We stand for things that are wrong. We stand for things that are temporary. We don't uh, necessarily stand for things for long term because standing for something for long term requires time. And everybody wants it right now. If, if I can't have it right now, then you know what? I'm not willing to stand. And it's an old saying, if you, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. But if you stand for something, then folks won't take advantage of you. When you stand for what is right, even though in the beginning you may be rejected, you may come under attack, you may be, you know, uh, ostracized, you know what I mean? It's a whole bunch of things that happen when you stand. But if you stand in for the right reason, you will you eventually accumulate honor respect and those and those are the things that really matters when we all are dead and gone we're not going to re be remembered by you know the materialistic things some people may talk about that but depending on the type of people that you want talking about you they're going to talk about what you stood for prime example dr charles r drew was the pioneer of blood plasma he stood for righteousness he stood for uh, African Americans being respected in the medical field. Even to today, you know, there is a disparity when it comes to white doctors and black doctors, or let's say uh, Emory School of Medicine and Morehouse School of Medicine. And so uh, you have the National uh, Medical Association and then, and then you have the American Medical Association. You have all these type of organizations where there's white and black and, you know, they may say, well, we are better than this because of racial barriers or whatever it may be. But at the same time, there are a lot of great black physicians who have done great things in, in the community. And one that comes to to mine is, is Pop Crawford. His name is Dr. Marvin L. Crawford, but he's a reverend. He's pastor of First Paul AME Church in Lithonia. He has been with Morehouse School of Medicine for, I don't know, over 25 years, something like that. But this is something that he's passionate about and the impact that he has had in the community and encouraging African-American men and women to be great uh, physicians, doctors, whatever type of medical background that you are pursuing at Morehouse School of Medicine. And so uh, his impact will go a long way. He's very known at Grady Memorial Hospital here in Atlanta, Georgia. So he's done a lot of great work. So 
My point is that he stand for something that's worth standing for, even in the midst of other people who may may not respect him or you know may look at him because he's a graduate of Morehouse School of Medicine. Even though, in my humble opinion, Morehouse School of Medicine is a prestigious medical institution. It's a premier. It's, it's globally. It's, a lot of people from all across the world come to Morehouse School of Medicine. Now, you have to stand for something. And I was reading in John Maxwell where he was talking about if you don't stand for something and you compromise what you stand for, you won't be respected and you'll lose everything. Hmm. I don't even have anything to say after that one. Listen, <laughs> a lot of things that I talk about is, is through my study and my reading. So when I get in front of this camera and I'm talking, it, it comes from my my study time. Like I'm real passionate. Like, you know, Sheila was up what the time you get up this morning? What, three, four? I don't even know. I, it, was, it was about maybe four 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 or five o'clock this morning anyway. She got up, she cooked us some uh some like some hash brown. And uh, beef bacon. We had some beef bacon. And my favorite roll. Oh, we had this wheat roll. But as soon as she finished that, she went and she got into her biblical studies. And we are big fans of Robert Greene material. He's the author of uh, 48 Laws of Power, The Laws of Nature, Mastery, The 33 uh, uh, Laws of War, uh, la laws, yeah, laws of Seduction. He is, uh, oh, and Master. Did I say Master? I don't but anyway, he has a new book. It's like it's like daily uh, devotion. It's called the, the, the Daily Laws. That's where I got what I talked about with the frontal cortex today. Yeah, and Robert Greene, man, his, I'm talking about, like, we so passionate he about this He makes you want to just learn some other stuff. Man, like, I was he's already, on a whole nother level. I was already learning about the brain, but now I kind of want to go back and just learn some, another part of the brain, you know, to go over that again just because I want to. But look, now we're on T. So T is for trust, and that one I can start off. I can say trust the process. Mm, and the reason why... I, I like that. I like that. I like that. So the reason why I say trust the process is because everything is not always just going to go smoothly and you're always going to have some little bumps and then you might have to go through a hill and then go around and then go back down like a roller coaster. So trust the process. Whatever, if you fail, just learn. Everybody's going to fail. Everything's not going to come. Oh, and a matter of fact, before I forget, Robert Greene, do you remember reading the Daily One where Robert Greene said that if you get something or if it comes fast or if it comes right away, then it's really not going to be sustainable? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you're not really going to care about it. You're no. not going to nurture it. You're not going to take care of your baby that you got just like this but to finish with what i was saying trust the process is that you're going to go through ups and downs you're going to go through trials and tribulations you're going to be hearing a lot of no's you may hear some yeses doors are going to be closed some will be open and maybe the ones that are open might not be the ones that you really wanted and it can be so many other things even your personal 
running over into what you're doing, but stand, stand on God's word and stand, stay strong, work on your health and wellness as well and, and be physically active because it's not going to be easy. Baby, I, I mean, I mean, you said it like trust the process. That's that's the key. You, and you remember earlier today how we were talking about where we were yeah. and, and where we at now. And it was a process. You feel what I'm saying? It, it was a huge process. It, it, let me give you an example about, you know, trust the process. You got to take a sip on that. But don't get your audience water. I want to drink. I want to drink yours. I don't. Nah, I, I Okay, so this is RX water. Now, the size that we don't have on us now is the leader. And we are the what? We're the official distributors of RX water in, in the state of Georgia. So, so <coughs> excuse me, I swallowed one. So this water is ultra purified. It has no GMOs, no sodium. It's vegan. It is 9.5 plus pH. And for those who love to recycle, and we all should be recycling, it's 60 days. So it's just not sitting around. So you're doing a great purpose, a great mission. It'll make a statement when you get the RX water. And once again, what I will tell you about this water, it's light. For those who are having an issue with drinking water, when you drink RX water, it won't be an issue anymore. Mm -hmm. This will be great for families, like the two liters would be great for the families because a lot of people I see carry like those big jugs. And then sometimes, yeah, they have the gallons and then they have like gallon jugs and then they have it to where 9 a.m. I'm gonna drink this, which is actually great for you to do because when you just gulp your water down, your body's only gonna take a certain amount of that water. So you wanna drink water periodically throughout the day. For those who work out, athletes, great. It has electrolytes in it too. And even those who may not work out or want to work out because everybody is constantly on the go. No matter what it is you're doing, mothers, dads, entrepreneurs, students, this will actually be great for you too because we know that all that studying that you have to do and typing and sitting in front of the computer, it really goes for everybody. Great for parties, we have the eight ounces. That's great for the youth, our babies that can actually hold the bottles. That will actually, they're actually gonna wanna drink water. Yeah. You see how I've been drinking mine all through the podcast show. It's, it's very light, like she says, it's actually delicious to me, and it's medical grade hydrations. Yeah. Uh, it's the official water for USA Boxing. It's the official water for the WBC, which is the World Boxing Council. Mm -hmm. It's also the official water for the International Boxing Hall of Fame. It has been endorsed by the Urolic Institute, and 
it's medical grade hydration. You can't it, go wrong. You can't even it, get any better. There is no alkaline water or water period that I have seen on the market Facts. that's endorsed by the Urolic Institute. Facts. There is no water that I've seen that is the official water for USA Boxing. True that. There is no water that hey, I've seen that is the official water for the WBC and any boxer understand how important that WBC belt is. It's the green one with all of the the the, uh, the the flags of across the world, and it it has like all the fighters in that division on that belt. It's the belt that every fighter wants to have the WBC, and we are so grateful for the opportunity to be a part of the RX Water. We really are, and we want to thank Christian for giving us this opportunity, being the liaison between us and RX Water. And so if you're looking for RX Water to be in your schools, in your place of business, your homes, you can tap in with the staff of Boxer. We will definitely be pleased to service you with a premium product because we are Facts. pushing peak RX Water, for real. Facts oh, and, and Method Man, yeah. he is, oh, shout out to Method Man. Uh, he is the premier, uh, ambassador for the RX Water. And bro, you're doing a remarkable job with power. And oh, hopefully yeah. one day we can have you on the Stafford Boxing Report. And I really love what you got going on with your wife, bro. She's been down with you, bro, for a long time, bro. And it's good to see. All I need to get by. Hey, man. Hey. Hey. Oh, and this is what I want to say about the RX Water, too, to all the bosses out there. So when you all are having Employee Appreciation Day and you're bringing in the food, you should get some RX Water because your health is your wealth. And that will also show that you care not just about what they're doing for you and being a part of bringing in the money, but also you care about their well-being as well. So this is great water for them to have. Facts. And so we want to apologize for the construction, uh, but it doesn't take away from the quality and the content of the Stafford Boxing Report podcast show today. I believe that it was a great podcast show. It has a lot of uh, insightful information. I think that me and Sheila's getting better at this each I and every so. time that we get on the podcast. We have a natural um, style. It's, it's organic, and we just connect. We vibe off each other, and I think that comes from us being married for so long that we kind of know each other. And so we appreciate everyone for tuning in to the Stafford Boxing Report, and we hope to see you next time. Now, let me let them know this. So, you can get in contact with us on some social media platforms. So, the Stafford Boxing Club, TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And also join the Stafford Boxing Club Report on Facebook. And if you just want to know a little bit more about us personally, Sheila D. Stafford or Sheila Danae Stafford, and I do post on the LinkedIn as well. I think I said, and the blog, we do have a blog, it's the Stafford Boxing, and I will be 
doing another one within this week. Yes. That's so it. check the blog out. I believe I said everything. Oh, then if they want the water. Contact us through social media. We'll be glad to service you with a premium product. And it, comes, and it comes in 24 in the cases. Yeah. But the leaders twelve. is only 12. So for the families, that will really go great for you all as well because it's a little bit bigger. So you'll have more. So you'll actually have more to drink. Yeah, you'll actually have more to drink so you won't have to. And then it's, I wish we had it, but it's not that that big and it won't be bulky. And you can fit it nicely in your, in your nice looking car or van or SUV or truck. Very good. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate your time. And once again, Stafford Boxing. The making of champions. Last Bell Boxing, what's up?